Welcome here we're in the future we are in the future when you're a kid you're watching things set in 2022 yeah. this is it we're this in the future it. we did that we we made it back we made it season back. two episode one of the music bar podcast welcome back now remember how you teased there was a possible name change no nah. no nah. we decided against nah. it no nah. we we thought nah music bar podcast it works it works you know because it looks like a bar here doesn't it no. <laughs> but yeah, we had a few um, plans we were going to do, but oh, we've things also, have changed. Yeah, well... <laughs> Delays. If you're watching this now, it means that we are locked in a studio. We're not dead. Yep. But my gosh, hasn't the world changed since we bloody... Just locally for us anyway, mm, here in our corner of the world, uh, things have changed quite considerably thanks to the virus... That I just don't want to Mr. Talk COVID. About. Mr. COVID. That's what we're going to call him. Yeah. And then, you know, if we say that, they've actually, I don't know if it something comes up on YouTube or something like that that says, oh, COVID information or something like that. We, we have none of that. No. We're not going to give you any of that, but just all we can say that, boy, it's going to affect the things. Because when we finished last episode, mm-hmm. we were looking at, oh, things we were looking forward to in 2022. Yep. And have you just ripped that up and thrown it in the bin or something well, like that? Well, there's quite a few things still happening this year, but who knows if they stay in place. Who, who knows what's going to happen? They might change. They might cancel. Touring might change. We have no idea what's going to happen next week. <laughs> we don't do You're it. lucky I'm actually here recording this podcast because I actually said to you, I don't want to leave the house at the no, moment. No, I understand that, but um, it's crazy. It's crazy. It's, 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 it's beyond ridiculous at the moment, but look... We're here. We're still going to give you the podcast. So hopefully, if you're sitting at home and uh, you find something to um, like about it, then always give yeah. us a thumbs up. Tell your friends everything. Music Bar Podcast is back. Season 20, 2022. Two for 20. We're, we're episode, season two, episode uno, one. one. I've got a mate of mine who said to me the other day, he actually um, likes putting this on in the background and having totally. it playing while nice. he's working. Oh, he, said, he said, I don't always like the music you talk about, but he said, I just like having your voice in the background. Mm. He said, oh, there's Dan talking to me. Yeah. So. <laughs> it's like you're there. It's like I'm there. So. <laughs> I've, had, I've had a friend of mine text me and mention how he liked the Get On It segment. Oh, that's good. And he's good. actually ah. changed over to one of the bands I, he, um, Which I like. Which one's that? He likes Macedon now. He bought the whole back catalogue and everything. So wow. That's working well for Macedon. One extra fan, but they're so good. Why not be? Why not be? But, you know, hey, look, it took me a while to get into Macedon, I've got to admit. They were a band that everyone said to me, you've got to get into. I mean, Blood Mountain came out, and I remember it was the number one on everyone's Mm. list that year. And I remember thinking, I just, I'm not into it. I had friends of mine say to me, "Uh, do you like Tool? I said, yes. Do you like Slayer? They said, yes. Then you should like Mastodon. Mm -hmm. And I was like... No, but sometimes it's just that one thing that we just go, oh, I yeah. get it now. Yeah. And it was The Hunter. I oh, was really? Work- yes, it was The, the Hunter. Hunter. Okay. Mm, I love that album. Yeah. And uh, it was I was working um, in a record store and it got delivered in. And I said, you know what? I'm going to put this on while I'm unpacking all these CDs and I'm going to listen to it. And it was whilst I was doing that, I went, yep. Nice. Yep. Nice. I get it. I get Mastodon now. And a lot of people... When you look at the list of their albums, The Hunter doesn't sort of get mentioned. The mention, but no. that's the one for me. Everyone talks Crack the Sky and um, Le- Blood Mountain and Leviathan. Le- 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Le- 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 Sorry? Yeah, that one. 
that one, the Leviathan, about Moby Dick. About Moby Dick. Because yeah. we always wanted to hear a heavy metal version of Moby Dick, didn't we? <laughs> Absolutely. Did you, did you, I mean, really, was that what we were all asking for? It's the only way I got interested in Moby Dick. <laughs> I have tried to read that book so many times. I haven't times. tried. <laughs> I'll listen to the album instead. <laughs> yeah, maybe I should. <laughs> I've seen a couple of filmed versions of it, and it's all right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, thanks for coming, joining us again. Yeah, yeah, thanks. I hope everyone had a good Christmas. Mm, and a good New Year, and a great Christmas. And uh, now we're into January, and um, it's kind of gone a bit kind of soil and green out there at the moment. Lines mm. of people, uh, there's virus everywhere. I'm supposed to be seeing a gig in a couple of weeks' time, and I don't even know if I'm going to get there. Not so much if the band cancels, but if um, I if I want to go, if I feel mm. like it's something I really want to do, and I'm really serious about that. I because you know it's not so much catching the virus that does me, catching COVID does me. I said to you before, it's those stupid lines. Yeah, massive. Stupid, massive, hour-long, multi-hour-long waits to, to get in. Or well, more so. Then more five, so. Me, five hours they cancel the line. You <laughs> no, know, sorry, uh, no more. And we're not here to discuss. That's not our thing. That's, no. I'm sure someone's got a podcast out there right now ranting and raving about it. Yeah, you should. And Listen you should. to the RDO podcast. Very good. Uh, maybe, but also um, just know that Chris could probably, and we, we want to keep Chris on a nice, calm, even keel, because he'll be screaming, it's in Revelations, people! It's true. Anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, so here we are again. Yeah. Looking forward to who who knows what this year. I'm meant to go see John Fire this year. They might be cancelled again. We, we don't know yet. Oh, yeah, I wouldn't mind That's seeing now, that either. two yeah. years of that, I think, if they've been cancelled. Yeah, and look, I suppose we may as well get stuck into this. Um, Kiss is supposed to be here in March. Mm-hmm. Yep. Sold out shows all around the country. And are they going to... You know, Paul Stanley's had COVID twice. He, oh, really? Yes. You know, he's had it twice now. Well, if he can survive, everyone can. <laughs> <laughs> he's in his 70s, isn't he? Yeah, that's I mean. These are men in their 70s yeah. now, you know, like... Um, yeah, so we don't know if Kiss are going to get here. As you said, John Five's supposed to be here in March. Yeah. March is only eight... Short weeks away, I'm probably less. Yeah, eight eight short weeks away till we get to March. So anything could. Well, the Iron Maidens, the female Iron Maiden. That's right. The they Iron end up playing here, I think, in February or March again. They've changed a few times. I want to go mm. see them. Who knows? So it's just you can't really talk about much because you don't know what's going to happen. Oh, yeah. It's 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 fun to say. Oh, oh, we. Oh, I'm looking forward to this tour. But I think I might have mentioned last year, my my kids have got tickets to see Harry Styles. Oh, really? And he still hasn't put forward a date for when he's coming back to the country. They're still holding on to the tickets. Because yeah. he, he, they've kind of asked, can you just please hold on to the tickets? Well, I still have my Guns N' Roses tickets from originally. So well, that's what I was going uh, to touring. next is Guns yeah. N' Roses in November. And we, we were all kind of hoping that, oh, you know, by November. We said this last year, oh, by November it should be okay, but... Mm. Right now, everything's changing so quickly that probably yeah. even Guns N' Roses are sitting there going, oh, who knows? Who knows? Going oh. It's a long trip to come over just to do that and then get cancelled the last minute. Oh, I know. A lot of planning, but one thing you can count on for the year, you can't count on touring, but you can count on albums being released. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> now, I love it. I like knowing my favourite artists are bringing out some albums and 
Um, there's a few coming out, Chris. There are a few. We did. Out. We said it. We sort of mentioned it last time that there's a few coming out. But Chris has done his notes and his homework and everything like that. What What are we to look well, forward to? Well, there is a to? lot more than what I've written down, but these are the ones that are most likely to appeal to us and our audience. Kind mm-hmm. of thing. Mm-hmm. And there's a few in there which I just thought was actually interesting. So, okay. um, for you, for starters, you're a huge Tool fan. Love Tool. They meant to have an album this out year. Do you know anything about that? Nothing. Nothing. Mind you, how many years was it? Hang on. 10,000 Days came out in 2000. It's 13 years. Since the last... No, no, between 10,000 Days and Fear Inoculum. Oh, okay, right. 13 years. And you're telling me that there's now only three years between Fear Inoculum and their next album? Well, they can't tour. They've got to make money some way, I guess. <laughs> but that's the rumour anyway. So that's yeah, because the... they have re-announced their North American tour. Oh, it seems to me the North American tours are going ahead. I just saw that Henry Rollins has cancelled his entire European tour. Did he? Yeah, he's still oh. doing North America though. Is that a spoken word? Yes, but he oh, doesn't okay. do singing stuff anymore. Doesn't he? No. Oh, that's no. See, he did a he did a podcast with Rick Rubin. Okay. Yeah, Rick Rubin gets them, but not us. Right. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. Um. Right. We just did a little cut there because Chris did kind of the thing where he went, "I'm reading the wrong list." Wrong list. And that's why I went, yeah, three years between two albums. And because we're not young men, and I'm not wearing my glasses. But I'm not wearing if, my glasses. And maybe if Chris wore his glasses, he'd realise he was reading the wrong list. Yeah. So, Chris, let us pretend to rewind and go back in time. Right. New albums between two. <laughs> the Metallica was kind of in that list. Ignore but the tool. Ignore Gajira. Ignore Gajira. We don't know. <laughs> Here we go. The new albums between two. Metallica. Rumours. Yes. They've had two interviews now, one with Lars, one with James, talking about um, the writing of songs during COVID time and mm-hmm. things happening. So there's there's getting to the point where they reckon there could be an album coming out. Uh-huh. They haven't actually announced anything. They haven't actually confirmed anything, which they normally don't do. Mm-hmm. But there is a good chance there should be something, hopefully. Okay. Um, but we'll never know until the time comes. Well, they've had nothing but time. Exactly right. <laughs> exactly right. And most bands have. So. Well, mind you... You sort of think to yourself recently, and we're going a little off track here, but Metallica have kind of had, has, has 2021, 2021 been the year of Metallica almost? They mm. celebrated their 30th anniversary of the, the Black, Black Album, album. Yeah. and then at the end of the year they celebrated their 40th anniversary. Mm. They're releasing, like, not just this monster box set. You, psst, can I say you have it yet? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, had to, Chris had to sneak it into his house. <laughs> I wouldn't have said that, though. <laughs> you did, though, didn't you? Yes. <laughs> anyway, um, they've released the Monster Black album, mm. um, and then they released a book, the Black Album in Black and White, the photo Halfen, Halfen's photographs. From the 20, and from the... Just on Ross Halfen, RIP to Mick Rock, one of the also oh. great... Photographers, photographers, yep. They reckon what well, the man who pretty much shot the 70s. Mick yeah, Rock. I read that somewhere, actually. Yeah. He, was, he was everywhere, wasn't he? He was everywhere. Mm. What a great name. You're born with a name, Mick, Mick Rock. Rock. <laughs> Your parents go, we're going to call him Michael. Michael Rock. And we're going to say Michael Rock and Associates at the front of his accounting firm. <laughs> and he went, no, nah, my name's Mick Rock, and that's David Bowie over there, and I'm going to go talk to him. Yeah, that's crazy, <laughs> isn't it? Legend. But, yeah, and so the Metallica released this book. I'm surprised. And they, the Blacklist album. And the Blacklist album. With all those guests doing songs from the album. Wasn't that all part of the 
the box set though. And no. Everything. No. I don't have that. All right, so they released no, that. A separate, separate thing <clears throat> which all money goes to um, charities. Oh, okay, righto, righto. So they released that, and uh, then they had the big 40th anniversary concerts, which they played. Two concerts. Two concerts, which they played all this stuff that they have not played or ever played or... Uh, not too much. Probably couldn't even remember playing it to begin with. <laughs> That's more to the point. They played um, <laughs> Fixer, which was a really rare song, but they didn't do too much change to what the, the albums, uh, what they normally play. Mm-hmm. A few here and there, but overall, I think a lot of people were disappointed they didn't have guests. Um, appearances. Which is what they kind of did on their 30th anniversary, mm. didn't they? They had Jason, they, Jason Newstead, they had um, mm. Dave Mustaine, they had Ron Govney join, the original bass player. Oh, right. Well, maybe that's probably because of COVID in America. Yeah, who knows? Who knows? So, or they're probably just like, you know what, we don't need that now. We're mm. kind of forging ahead. They acknowledged them all on the <coughs> stage, but they didn't actually have them on stage. No guests. Mm. So, yeah, just two bass, two concerts, I guess you could say. Two, and it was an exclusive sort of ticket kind of thing, you know. Well, it was like a um, lottery kind of thing, yeah. raffle thing, which I ended up having a chance to take. Really? Uh, yeah, I, I got tickets to it if I wanted to, but I decided not to, obviously, for COVID and travel. But in the end, I'm pleased I didn't go because I wouldn't have wanted to spend all that money to go to San Fran and watch two concerts. Oh, that's true. And not have any special guests. You know what I mean? Mm, true, 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 true. Um, Metallica, that's one. Blink-182, I think, is going to be interesting. Apparently, they're getting the album back together. Are they getting the original lineup back together? or is All it... except so far for Tom. Right. Um, well, Tom released the last Angels and Airwaves album oh, last year. Okay. And um, he, he's really involved with his To The Stars Academy and all that sort yeah, of yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can do a whole episode on Tom DeLonge and... UFOs and stuff. I know. I'll have to look into that. He was on um, Joe Rogan talking about that. It blew me away what he knows. Oh, it blows me away. Yeah, what, blows me away what Tom DeLong has. Literally, I mean, rock stars can spend their money and some of them can be philanthropic things mm. or on hobbies. Tom DeLong has spent his money researching UFOs. Crazy. And some of the stuff he's uncovered. Mm. Yeah, it, it's, it's, it's unbelievable. You know, it's like... It is, very much so. You know, yeah. But, um... I'm not sure. I think he's um, they've got a guest appearance on there as well. <coughs> or on 182. On Blink 182, yeah. Well, you know, I, I'm i going to pat myself on the back here. Uh, I put on, there was a comment thing I saw on Facebook about Machine Gun Kelly is um, releasing two albums this year. But he had Travis Barker in the, film, oh, yeah. in the photo with him and I commented, yeah, I shouldn't that headline read, Travis Barker was, attempts to play on every album every this album, year? Yeah. Which is a bit like that. He just seems he to play on everything. Everything, yeah, he does. A, that's a guy who just doesn't stop. He doesn't you must just walk past people in the street and just say, hey, Travis, can you be on my record? Sure. <laughs> and then he's in the studio. Someone else goes, hey, Travis, need you to lay down a drum track? Mm. Sure. You can do everything. Like Mike Portnoy. Yeah. those two, everything. Have those two worked together, though? <laughs> not yet. They probably will now. Maybe it'd yet. be a really weird kind of universe thing where if those two work together, the universe would then, like... It's like two black holes joining each other and it would just like, we yep. might, we, we, all life on earth might cease to exist. Never know. Or they might just make a, an album. They might make an album. It might be good. good, it might not be, as we talked about with super groups and everything like that. Mm. So Blink-182, okay. Avengers Sevenfold? Yes, I've heard that, yeah. Mm. I like them. Are you a fan? I've heard, you know what, what I've heard, I like. Yep, yep. I, can't, really I, I can't say I'm, I'm a fan of Avenged Sevenfold in that, I don't like them, as I said. 
I've heard what what I've heard I like. I just I don't sort of listen to them. Go out of my way to listen to it. Oh really? I, no, no, A7X. I like that A7X. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like oh, that. They're good. Yeah. Um, they are good though. Don't get me wrong. Though, don't get me wrong. They're good. Apparently, their style of this album is going to be completely different to everything they've done before. Oh, okay. Which well, to me, I don't know what it's going to be like. I have no idea what that means, but I like what they've done before. So it'd be interesting to see what they think. But haven't they been expanding? Because they were very Iron Maiden in their original sort mm. of sound, weren't they? Yeah, that I guess structure, so. not not vocal, structure wise, yeah. yeah. And didn't the last album sort of move and start moving? Yeah, I didn't like it much. There you go. I like the earlier stuff. I so, like your old stuff better than your new stuff, A Seven X. So go back to the original form. Oh God. <laughs> um, are you a fan of Ghost? Ne- never heard any of them, but yeah, I know either. of Ghost, and people talk about them. And I remember there was this rumor going around that it was actually Dave Grohl. <laughs> mm-hmm. As a priest. Up. As the priest, funny. Uh, Dave Grohl was the priest, and it was just one of his many side projects. But it's not. It's not. No. No, and I, I no, I haven't heard them. I can honestly say I've never listened to Ghost, but I, I know of them. So I was reading the article, and a lot of people are waiting for it and can't wait to hear the Ghost album. So I thought I'd mention it for anyone who is a Ghost fan. But I haven't really listened to them. Don't really know anything about them. But there, there you go. Information for you, Ghost fans. Um, you heard not. it here first. Slipknot. <laughs> and there's a band. There's a band. They There's will be band. releasing the album this year, apparently. And they're can't. touring America at the moment, just killing it. Yeah, and, and they're lucky <laughs> they can tour at the moment. So keep going while you can. Well, they've already got just... masks, you see. <laughs> <laughs> they should put masks over their masks. I know. <laughs> they look good. We look funny. And their uh, merchandise should have masks. Over I know. Them. <laughs> like Metallica did too, I think. But um, yeah, should not. Um, they released a song last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the Charleston Rag, mm. which took me a couple of listens, but I do like it. I, yeah. I do like it. Yeah. And look, I Slipknot for me, one of those bands that I will, yeah, I, they, they've got me. Yeah, same. They've same. got me. Do you know what I find? I was talking to a friend of mine the other night about, um, you were talking about music, and I find whenever I'm a little stressed or anxious, it's Slipknot. Really? I listen to Slipknot. If I'm a little stressed or anxious, I find if I listen to some Slipknot, it really just calms me down. So that's where heavy rock and heavy metal can help with us. People say, mm. why do you listen to that? You know, you, how do you relax? Well, well, I do. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and so, yeah. It's the- like, I guess, in a way, people, when they get a bit anxious, they go and do some boxing. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. They yeah. go fight some dummy mm. or a bag and punch it. It's the same kind of thing. I've always been, if I have that same kind of um, emotion, I go listen to Pantera. I can see that with Pantera. Yeah, yep. it works really, really well for me. I mm-hmm. always have listened to it, and um, it calms me down really quickly. I, it's like boxing for me to listen to that. Yeah, look, Nine Inch Nails can do it for me as well. If, mm, if I, especially some live Nine Inch Nails, I just get some live Nine Inch Nails on YouTube and watch that, and that really does does the world a good for me. Yeah, but um, yeah, Slipknot, man, put on some Slipknot, mm. and and I'm. I'm off. So, yeah, they have me. And what what I really like about Slipknot, I mean, you, I don't know if we've really discussed this part, but that's such a for, – for a band with nine guys in it, it's not a mess. No, it's, it's not. It's not this unbelievable mess. It sounds so good. Mm. They're so tight and they're so well recorded. Yep. Their albums are just like – Spot on when it comes to recording. Yeah. 
So you know who produces this? Well, music normally. Mm, they've they've gone through a few of them. I think I forget the name of the guy who um, produced the first two records. He has this. He's the one who produced the first Corn record. Okay. And I can't remember this guy's name, but he had this reputation of he pushes the artists to their limit. Right. Like, work. yeah, well, like Corey Taylor has talked about how he would throw stuff at Corey whilst he was recording a vocal and not just like soft, like hard things. Like he'd pick up a pot plant and throw it at him to get a reaction because he wanted that genuine reaction. Wow. He was the one. If you've ever listened to Korn's first album and the last song, Daddy, which is a pretty harrowing listen, um, it's basically he he got Jonathan Davis to not only sing about being sexually abused as a child, but to cry on record. And, and, and you can hear this guy breaking down in this song and crying, and he recorded it all. And, and they kept it and kept put it. it. Yeah, it's 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 a harrowing listen. Wow, might be a bit triggering for some. So be mindful, you know, if you go down that path, because it's pretty harrowing stuff. And it's when you listen to things like that, you realise, yeah, Corn were a pretty good. Still are a pretty good band, you know. And the fact that they're still going after twenty odd years with lots of changes, with lots, of, and they're back, you know, and yeah. it says a lot. But if if I find that guy's name, I'll. It's around me somewhere. Mm. Rich Robinson. That's right. the name of the producer. Rich Robinson. I knew you'd get it soon. Because <laughs> I know they worked with Rick Rubin on their third album, yep. these subliminal verses, and they never liked working with Rick Rubin. Really? No, because they didn't like his work ethic. Rick Rick Rubin has a reputation for being... Not his, there. Yeah, he's not there. He'll come in, say hello, and then walk out. He basically, he comes in... Um, he, the engineer does all the work with Rick Rubin, but when mm. Rick Rubin produces, he has this reputation. I mean, you got to give it to him, I suppose. He, he knows what sounds good. Yeah. And he, he'll sit there. I saw him, I was watching this Dixie Chicks documentary and they, he produced one of their records right. and it just showed them. Wow. And I never saw once footage of Rubin sitting in the studio with him, but there was a listening session and he would sit there and he'd have his eyes closed and he'd go, keep that bridge. I like that. Get rid of that. Keep that, do that, and that was it. That and I think with Slipknot, that was what he did. And I think they were so used to having they like a producer yeah, in, that, the, in, in the, the studio, yeah. in and basically screaming at them to, to do stuff. Mm. Because you know you got nine guys, all of them with their own probably had their own little substance abuse issues at times. Yep, for sure, for sure. And you, it's it's like I imagine it'd be about like lion taming sometimes. Yeah. That's a good way of putting it. Yeah, it would be like, you know, getting the whip out and whip, you know, get back to work. Get mm. back to work. I'm actually to be like that producing sometimes. Because I think mm. I've always wanted to do. Really? Yeah, I wouldn't mind have been a music producer. We should. Yeah, I suppose. Well, we're in a studio now. Yeah, that's true. I'll get people in here. I'll no. scream at people to, no, yeah, don't do that. Yeah, do that. Don't do that. Do that. Um, Ozzy Osbourne. Ozzy worries me a little bit. Really? Why? Because I don't think he's well. Oh, that's not good. Yeah, I don't think he's well. He's cancelled the No More Tours 2 tour. Oh, no. Twice. I think he was staying on the way down here in the car that once they start cancelling things, mm, we get don't concerned. talk about that. Yeah. I get concerned, especially when they're 
these guys aren't young guys anymore. No. I knew I know Ozzy's got a I've heard there's a record out or a record in there mm-hmm. or they they've been doing something. And they brought Zach back for it as well. Zach That's Wild right, back. Zach Watt. Well that yeah. tells me a lot about bringing Zach back into mm. the back into the fold, which tells me that Ozzy probably needs somebody in there with him to keep it together. Yep. But I, I'm concerned. I, mean, I said this to you because I've just read that David Lee Roth has cancelled his farewell tour. So the fact that David Lee Roth was going to farewell and he's even cancelled the farewell tour. Which is very strange for someone like uh, David Roth. Something, something, I think David's not telling me something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He finished his residency in, in Vegas, but then... Mm. Yes, to cancel. Yeah, to cancel. Yeah, and especially to announce a farewell tour and then to cancel the farewell tour. That was his farewell tour. That was his farewell tour. It was like cancel. Y- you cancel the farewell tour. I thought uh, so- something's not right there. You're not telling me everything, David. Mm. So that's worrying for a fan. I'll tell you. Yeah, if you're a fan of these artists, you know, well, none of us are getting any younger, but these guys are not. And no. when you say that Aussie worries me a little bit, I'm sure an album will come out. But I'm not seeing a tour from the from the no. great. I'm not seeing a tour from the great man. I, I think yeah, I think Sharon's kept him plugged in for long enough. He's a walking coma, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, it's crazy, crazy. <laughs> mm. It's sad, but um, I guess it comes a time. Um, Parkway Drive. The boys from down at um, Byron Bay. You know them more than I do, so yeah, they apparently have an album coming out this year. Not a lot of people who like Parkway Drive. Yep. For a band that get no radio airplay in this country, they are massive. Mm. Sounds very hard. It's a very metal core. And I've probably got that wrong. Because I know there's people who just know that all the difference between metal core and sad core and math core <laughs> and Nintendo core. You ever heard Nintendo core? You've never heard Nintendo core. It's like... Metal, but it uses 8-bit technology. So in the middle of the riffs, you'll hear the... Like the Nintendo 8-bit technology used in it. Crazy. It's a real thing. There you go. Nintendo Core. Uh, But yeah, these guys, um, they had a documentary, which I think is on Netflix. Mm -hmm. I have not seen it. I'm not... I, I can't say I'm a fan. It's just never... I don't know where the melody is. Oh, really? I've never gone into Parkway Drive, but... Geez, they're popular. Geez, mm. they've got... You see a lot of shirts around, because we're in Brisbane, obviously, and mm. in Queensland, so we do see a lot of uh, people wearing the T-shirts around, but I've never really listened to their music much. I don't know much about them, so I thought you might. Yeah, I know a little bit about them. So know more about the Australian scene than I do. I know a little bit about them. Um, I, when I, years ago, a mate of mine's teenage sons were into them big time. Yep. Um, and it was, I remember playing it, and I just thought, yeah, it's okay. I can listen to it in small doses, but... Mm. For a, for a whole album, uh, it's either I missed it, I'm too old, or something. But as I said, I I know people who just love Parkway Drive, so yeah, that yeah. that will be something because that will being a local band they may tour, which is something that people would look forward to is is yeah. Parkway Drive touring. Yeah, fair enough. Mm. Okay, so Parkway Drive. What else is coming out there, Chris? Weezer. Really? Are you a Weezer fan? Nah, me either. I thought you were. That's why I mentioned it. <laughs> you sounded excited. I was like... Well, I was trying to get excited for you. <laughs> I thought you liked Weezer. I like a couple of their songs, but that was probably back in the 90s. I don't like any of this stuff. I don't know. Weezer. I mean, they brought out that Van Weezer album. Mm. You know, with the Van Halen kind of logo. Yeah, logo. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's right. They brought out two albums last year. 
they? Yes, yes, they did. I so think you know something about them. Yes, yeah, so they must be bringing out. They must be going through a bit of a creative, creative thing at the moment. Mm. Yeah, well, they probably can't tour either, so they probably need more money. <laughs> probably. Where are they getting the money from? They're not getting the money from streaming. That's for sure. No, definitely not. Or no. album sales. No, no. Well, you were saying to me earlier about Metallica and yeah, the yeah. album sales. Very surprising by the graph I saw on YouTube of all the album sales of all their albums, and I was actually really surprised how low. The last two were Death Magnetic was really low for its time, and so was Hardwire compared to earlier albums. Well, but, um, Death Magnetic came out in two thousand and eight, right in the middle of the whole streaming kind of thing. Mm, yeah, mm. but then Hardwire that didn't do very well, well either as a physical copy, I guess, and physical meaning downloaded as well. But mm, mm, mm. yeah, so I guess there are all these bands that are trying to make money by touring. Yet they've had over a billion streams. Yeah, I know. So you know. I don't know how much money they make each stream. But a center stream or something. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it's really low. High. It's Very the streaming crazy. companies are making the money. Yeah, for sure. And we're contributing because we both subscribe to streaming companies. Both of us mm. do. So, yeah. yeah. What else you got, Chris? Um, the last one I thought was actually interesting was, um, and not, not metal in any sense of the word, but Avril Lavigne surprised me. Why did I they... thought she'd finished. I thought she'd been done. Yeah, she, she'd been she, away for a long, long time. She, and then she came back, and then she went away again. She was very sick for apparently she's for a very, very long time. She was very sick for a very long time. She married Chad from what band was that called? Kroger, Kroger, Chad Kroger from Nickelback. Nickelback. That's we it. said this, we said Nickelback on this program. <laughs> I didn't say it, but I've said Spice Girls a few times. So you have. <laughs> that's all right. It's okay. <laughs> I'm sure Nickelback have got an album coming out too. Yeah, who knows? But Do you, you actually know, like them or not? Who? Nickelback. I don't mind a good song if it's a good song. I don't care who's I know, it. I agree with you there. That's why I think, I just, you know what, I honestly, I'll honestly say it. I don't get the hate. Me either. I, I don't hate them, but I don't really like them either. They're just kind of now, there. There's another band who I listen to sometimes. They have good songs. They've got yeah. some bad songs. They're just kind um, of there. I just don't, yeah, they're not anything really to discuss that much. Yeah, just kind of, yeah. But I have to say, they did a really good, um, song for a tribute to Dimebag, which impressed me, which was pretty good. Oh, okay. Um, well, there you go. Back in the day. so And the guys can play the instruments very well. Yep. So, like I said from the very beginning of my podcast, in the very first time we did it, I like a good song. doesn't matter who sings it. True. So, True. Yeah. I Love Fantasy by Mariah Carey. There I said it. <laughs> love that song. Just Oh, it. no. Of all people. Love that song. Fantasy. Mariah Carey. I said it again. All right. Yeah. Avril Lavigne. I'm looking forward to see, seeing or hearing what she does. Actually. Well, I mean, remember when that album came out, Let Go, back in 2002, 20 mm. years ago, Avril Lavigne came out. That, that album was huge. It was massive. Complicated was a huge song, and the kids just got into it. Yeah, yeah. And she, she became... Well, catchy tunes. Yeah, and that real it was that real sort of crossover pop punk kind of thing, mm. you know, Um she wasn't very good in interviews. She was one of the most awkward people I've ever seen oh, in really? an interview. Oh, just terrible to watch, That's you know. Funny. But that that album and that, that material really, Skater Boy and all that mm. sort of stuff, you know. Oh, good little rock songs. I little rock could. pop songs. Rock pop know? songs. Yeah, and they appealed to a generation of kids. Yeah, for sure. Who were, um, who were probably discovering rock for the first time. Mm. But I don't think they grew old with her. I think that's one of the things... Well, she disappeared Avril... for so long. She did, didn't she? It does make it... Yeah, it makes it's like it... me with Van Halen. I'm a Van Halen fan, but they disappeared for such a long mm. time. You kind of, like, lose 
the uh, connection a bit, I guess. I remember um, Bono saying um, the whole reason you 2 released the Greatest Hits album was just to remind people that they were still here. Because <laughs> it had gotten sort of so long between albums for mm. them, and one of their albums had flopped, and they kind of went... Really? Yeah, well, let's just release the Greatest Hits album just to remind people that yeah. we're here. Yeah. We still are something, you know, we still and we still do stuff. Because, um, yeah, he, he's, that, that's the whole reason they did it. Um, so, yeah, Avril, I mean, I'm sure there's an Avril Levine greatest hits out there somewhere. I have no idea. I have no idea. She's not a career. I don't own any of her music. She's not a career I follow. I but saw her interview her the other day. Actually, she also married the guy from Sum 41 as well. Oh, did she? She married, yeah, the guy from Sum 41, and then she married Chad Kroger. Okay. So she's gone through two marriages. I mean, 20 years... We we I still think of her as that little girl, but she's not. She's no. she's she's had a life, man. Mm. You know, she's totally had a life, and you know, she she's she's a woman that's had a lot, and she's had Lyme disease, so that was a, a big issue for her. And knowing people who've suffered from Lyme disease, it's it's not it's not, not pleasant. Nice. It's not pleasant. It's at all. um something I saw the other day with her interview. She hasn't changed either. She still <laughs> looks exactly the same. As she but she's teeny tiny ago. little thing. Yeah. I just wow, man alive. I couldn't believe it. It hasn't aged a bit. Oh, sometimes I think that when they, they announce the comeback, they go to the record company and they're in the, you know, basically the, the the company and the management team go, right, we need to get you back in the gym. We need to get you. I don't think she's that person. Well, I reckon they do that to some of them. Oh, probably, I mean? yeah. Especially when they go to do the, I mean, to do a comeback. I didn't do that with Vince. <laughs> we always come back to that, don't we? Uh, it's funny. We always come back to that. It's something that we're all worried about. That's why, I think. Oh, probably. I, can't, I don't want to see them that way. It's, it's heartbreaking seeing your fan, um, your heroes, kind of people you follow, become that when they're going to go on tour. And everyone hates them because they're not very good on stage. Yeah, well, I mean, there's a discussion, doesn't it? You know, like, uh, uh, should we be... This is what we had. This is what we did to rock and roll. We, did, we didn't let rock and roll... It did become a fad. It stayed with us. Mm. And therefore, all those artists then kept touring and touring and touring. And we kept going to see them. Yeah. We were not giving new artists a chance because we kept wanting to see our old mm. favourite artists, you know. It's, it's, it's as simple as that, you yeah, know. Yeah, sure. So, sure. you know, I mean, Robert Plant doesn't like to do old Led Zeppelin stuff. He, he's, he's doing his country stuff with... Um, his, Country stuff with um Alison Krauss and everything like that. Yeah, and he's letting Jason Bottom do his own Led Zeppelin show. Yeah, he he doesn't want to have anything to do with anything like that. I think he sees that. Whereas, I mean, the guys in Kiss, it's it's not, it's not they're not young men anymore. No, for sure, they're not young men. You know, well we've we, we haven't we been good today. <laughs> We're just trying to get we get ourselves back into the thing, back into the thing. Back in the groove. But look, look, we've got a little new segment here. Hmm. Uh, this is um, Cool Thing. Cool Thing. Cool Thing, like the Sonic Youth song, Cool Thing. So, probably what cool thing have you watched or seen or read or heard or done this week, Chris, that you want to tell everyone all about? Cool Thing for me would be go listen to the song off the album Flying Colours. Um the song called Masked Machine. Steve so, Morse. So the band is called Flying Colours. Yep. What's the album called? I'm trying to think. No, is it called I'm Trying to Think, is it? No, I'm trying to <laughs> But if you type in YouTube or type in anything about Flying Colours and find the song Masked Machine, mm-hmm. the album is, I can't listen to the whole album, but this one song 
just blew me away. Now, how long ago did this come out? Uh, a couple of years. Okay, and who's in Flying Colours? Mike Portnoy plays drums like he plays like Travis Barker on everything. So it's, that's not John Petrucci, so you don't have to take a drink. He <laughs> Steve Morse. Steve Morse from Steve Morse. Deep Purple. Yep. Yep. Well, not originally, but yeah, Steve Morse. Oh, he's, he's been there. with Deep Purple longer than Richie Blackmore ever yeah, was. Yeah, probably. But yeah, um, have a listen to that song and let me know what you think of that song. It's a really catchy guitar riff. It's a really good song from an album which I would would just not really listen to that much. Um, but yeah, have a listen. It's my cool thing for the week. Oh, I haven't heard that song, so I might have to go check that out. And your cool thing? My cool thing for the week is I watched um, The Power of the Dog on Netflix. Oh. Uh, movie, it's got Benedict Cumberbatch in it and Kirsten Dunst, uh, directed by Jane Campion. Uh, really, really surprisingly striking film. It's gotten rave reviews, and when I started watching it, it's very much a slow burn. And when I started watching it, I thought, oh, it's good. It's fine. It's well acted. It's, it's, I don't know if this is one of the best films of the year, but this film I thought was going to go in a certain direction. And I don't want to give away that because, and then it just took a, took a turn that I never saw coming. Not like it was like one of those twists where you go, but it just, it was one of those things that happened in the film that made you go, hang on. Was this film all about something else completely? <laughs> and I've been thinking about it a lot. I started a couple of days ago, and I've got to admit, I really liked it. So The Power of the Dog, it's on Netflix. Check it out. I really, really, really dug it. It was really, really cool. So that's my cool thing. And uh, let's wrap this thing wrap up. up. The, let's wrap this thing up. Let's go and see a few crazy edits in here. We had uh, some stuff go on. Chris lost his marbles, his mind in his couldn't eyes. Couldn't see my paperwork. Couldn't see his paperwork. I had the distraction as well. It's the age thing. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, next time. Thank you, Mike.